Things may not be working out for you now, but you're going to thank me later. You may be frustrated and confused now, but you're going to thank me later. He says to Peter, Peter, you may not understand now. You may not understand what I am doing now, but later you will understand. Then Peter is speaking. He said, no. This is Peter speaking to Jesus. No. Who says no to God? No. He's just saying, what you say I will understand later. Uh -uh. I give the chance. Nothing. No. You, you, he says, no. You shall never wash my feet. Jesus Christ, I want to tell you the truth. I want to tell you straight away. You will never wash my feet. Peter does not understand why Jesus is washing the feet. And he does not want to understand. It is simple. There are people that when you are doing something, they close, they block out to understand why you are doing it, even though they don't understand. Amen. And if you want to teach them, they will block you and they will close you, even if they don't know why you are doing it. Even if you who is doing it, you know that they don't know. They block you out to understand. Peter says, no, you shall never wash my feet. Now, it is like the head of the train is now being led. How come I told you this? Are you listening to me? Now, now instead, of, instead of Peter saying, okay, Lord, teach me. Peter denies and says, Lord, you will never, you will never do that. As if it was Peter who told the Lord to do it. I want you to listen. Jesus answers, listen to this answer from Jesus. Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Unless I wash your feet, you have no part with me. I thought you were going to, to listen, to look and learn. But since you are denying me, if I don't wash your feet from today to it, you have no part with me. Right. Then Lord, because he wants to have part with the Lord. Someone replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answers, a person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet. His whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. So which cleanliness is Jesus Christ speaking about? Because now there's a, there's a statement that he says, not all of you are clean. Father, we thank you, we bless your name. Give us an insight and understanding of why this verse has been said. Give us a deeper meaning and understanding. Peter was just like some of us who didn't understand it. Peter wanted not only the feet, but also the hands and the head. But Jesus did not wash the head of Peter, did not wash the hands of Peter. He just washed the feet. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, teach us what is hidden in this text. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have your seat. May you be blessed. May you be blessed. Is there any mic? Somebody is going to read for me. Is there any mic? Uh, I know it's about to read for me. 
So stand by a place where there is there is the marriage. Hallelujah. How many of you have, have got both feet? How many of you hear English? How many of you don't understand English? My one long five cents of pants and I will get yours, I will get yours. How many of you hear English? Lift up your hand. How many of you don't hear English? So all of us will hear English. So we are going to interact as I'm waiting. Right. How many of you have got both feet? No, you can sit down and take it away. How many of you have got both feet? Can you put your head down and your feet up? So you don't hear English. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. You know, Jesus Christ, I, I just wanted you to love. Jesus Christ brings another advent of the gospel that we don't usually understand. It is the time it is a week before he is crucified, or it is some days before he's gonna be he's going to be crucified. As some days, Peter is all the devil has already entered Judas Iscariot. The devil has already entered Judas Iscariot, so as for Jesus Christ to be sold out and to be crucified. Now Jesus Christ is there, he finished eating, or before eating, because every time when you want to see Jesus Christ, you will see him going to a feast, you will see him eating, or you will see him having finished eating. Anybody who thought that Jesus Christ always stay fasting is a lie. If you read the Bible, you see him going to eat, coming from eating, or in front of the food. That's why even David told us that he prepares a table right in the presence of my enemies because God does not love to preach to people who are hungry. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because many times when somebody is hungry, he does not understand. Yeah. Especially when it's Monday, I know that your rentals are partly half. But let me tell you one thing if you're going to take this scripture and understand what God was trying to tell us, you will see yourself and you hate everything. I want you to understand something about Jesus Christ that like He speaks about washing the feet and then He takes the towel and then He washes the feet. Right? In those days when Jesus Christ was walking the earth, there were no shoes. There were sandals. And the sandals were worn by people who had money. Not everybody could wear a sandal. I must say this. Not everybody could wear a sandal. Because it was something that was afforded by rich people. You must read things in the Bible. Listen, right? So if you see a rich person without a sandal, it was a sign that the person was mourning somebody who has died. I listened to him. Right. Now, we see Jesus Christ saying to his disciples, these guys were not all of them rich. Some of them had shoes. Some of them didn't have shoes. Hallelujah. So now, what I need you to understand is, the work of washing the feet was not done by somebody in any position. It was done by the least servant. It was done by the servant of servants. So now we see Jesus Christ stooping down and doing the work of a manual service. Manual service and a servant who's very below. 
and the washing the feet, imagine the feet that has been walking all day. You must wash those feet clean. And they put, apply some oil. And they let the person, because that's why there is a law in the churches of Amapostoli that you don't come to the church wearing shoes. Now get the you don't come to the church where those people they did not know that taking off shoes was the culture. It's not it's not what the Bible tells us. It was the culture of the Jews because there was no shoes during those days. They were only a battle. Which was not there. Pelican was not there. It was abundance. It was not there. So but they walked on their feet. Those who could afford sandals were very few. Are listening to me. So Jesus Christ takes this the work of a mere servant. You know, but in a company, there are managers, there are white ones, there are white ones, there is a stripper. I mean the one who's under the stripper, the one who only cleans toilets. Jesus Christ takes that duty of the one who only cleans toilets and starts cleaning the feet of all his disciples. He does not wash them the hands, he doesn't wash them the, the head. Peter objects and says, Lord, you are not going to wash my feet. Jesus Christ says, if I don't wash your feet, then you don't have part in this all. You are not with me in what my father sent me to do. So Peter realizes that if I deny Jesus, Jesus is going to deny me. But Peter did not learn because one week's time Peter denied Jesus. I want you to understand and I want you to know that what Jesus Christ spoke about many years, what Jesus Christ initiated many years ago about the feet, it is now being discovered now. They've discovered it as a reflo reflexology. Because right, if you, if you understand, right under your feet, some, if somebody wants to touch your stomach, you can touch your stomach under your feet. You know that. If somebody wants to start to touch your brain, your eye, your tooth, your trapezium, your, your armpit, your shoulder, they can simply touch your feet. So when Jesus Christ says, I am washing your feet, he was saying, I am washing your whole body. Because your whole body is a fixed way in your feet. So I need to also, as we go further, I need to also to understand that the people who are doing reflexology points, they understood it recently, but Jesus Christ knew many years ago. Remember when the woman with the alabaster jar came to Jesus Christ and broke the alabaster jar, what did she do? She washed the feet of Jesus Christ with her tears and anointed the head and the feet of Jesus Christ. When Judas Iscariot objected, they had said, why waste such a lot of money? You could have sold the perfume and the money was going to be given to the poor. Jesus Christ said, leave that woman alone. She has anointed my body before burial. Yet that woman did not touch the shoulders of Jesus, did not touch the hands of Jesus, did not touch the stomach of Jesus, but she touched what? The feet of Jesus. Jesus Christ said, they leave her alone. She has wrought a good work for she has anointed my body before burial. I was surprised why Jesus is saying it is the body that has been anointed, yet the woman only anointed the feet until I understood that the whole body is, is hanging in our feet. 
You know, there's another country where I am coming from where they really want to kill you. They don't beat you on the head. Where they really want to destroy you. They make you to sit down and then they take a stick and they beat you on the feet. They beat you such that your feet become so swollen. And after some time, they pour you with water. After seven days, you die. Because when they beat your feet, they've beaten your head, they've beaten your brain, they've beaten your kidneys, they've beaten your liver, they've beaten every part of your body, they've beaten your spleen, they've beaten your, it's called a descending colon and an ascending colon, they've beaten your leg, they've beaten your gallbladder, they've beaten your lung, they've beaten your heart, they've beaten your chest, they don't need to operate you to hit your heart, they need to hit at the bottom of your Jesus Christ says, Peter, if I don't wash your feet, you don't have a part with me. Why? Because the rest of your body will be dirty. If I don't wash your feet, which means you don't have part with me because I am cleaning you before I go away. So if I don't wash your feet, the rest of your body remains dead. In fact, when you think I am washing your feet, I have also washed your heart. If you think I'm washing your feet, I've also washed your brain. If you think I'm washing your feet, I've also washed your spleen. I've also washed your ascending. I've also washed your intestine. I am God to operate in hidden things. Because I have washed your feet, everything in you has been washed. I started understanding that it is important for you to know the Bible. That's why the Bible says the word of God is the lamp of because the word of God is the lamp of my feet. It's not the lamp of my head. It is the lamp of my feet. Why? Because if you need to understand why God is speaking those things to us. Because there is something very important that is hidden in the Bible about your feet. The devil always sends people to do things and wherever you are going to go, you are going to use your feet because before you use your mouth. Amen. When you are going to gossip, before you use your mouth, you are going to use your feet. Now, before you use your anatomy, you are going to use your feet. Whatever your body, your feet are going to carry you. You must be very important and be very careful where your feet are taking you to. If your feet are not by the word of God, your feet are going to take you to a place that is going to lead you to death. That's why your feet needs to be washed. Let the word of God be the lamp of your feet. Can I be in the church? Let the word of God be the lamp of your feet. It is your feet that leads you to sin because your feet have not been touched by God. You need to understand that when your foot or your feet are touched by God, your steps are going to be made and are going to be ordered by the Lord. That's why he said, order my steps. He wants his steps, his foot to be ordered by God. Whatever, wherever I am going to go, I am going to share the gospel. Wherever I am going to go, I am going to bring glory to God. Wherever I am going to go, my feet are not going to take me to a place where I am going to assassinate somebody, where I am going to gossip somebody, where I am going to sin, where I am going to fall Whenever my feet are taking me, I'm going to take me to a place where my God is going to say, It's good I gave him feet. 
glory to God. Let God say it's me who gave him those feet. Let God say it's me who gave him those feet. Whatever his feet are taking him to, it's me. Let God feel proud about that he gave you the feet. Before we go anywhere further, I know that the word of God has touched you somewhere, somehow. Are your feet taking you to the place that brings glory to God? Or your feet are taking you to the place that diminishes your, your affection or your connection with God? Mm-hmm. It's something to think about, isn't it? Is it not something to think about? Psalms 18, verse 32, and, and 2 Samuel. Uh, 2 Samuel 22 verse 32 Hallelujah Psalms 18 verse 33 have read for me because they are still looking for the verses because nobody might be we can go to Proverbs 4 verse 26 years in the calendar it is ponder the path of your feet then all your ways will be sure ponder the paths of your feet then all your ways will be sure. Ponder the path with me. Think about the path of your feet. Then all your ways will be true. Think about it. Where am I going? When you're still sitting down, where are my feet taking me to? Wherever I'm going, is it going to bring glory to God? If it doesn't bring glory to God, there are many people who want to walk like you. They are not walking, they are sitting on wheelchairs. There are many people who want to run like you. They are not running like you because they have got souls on their feet. Why? Because they did not ponder their ways when they rushed to commit sin or to do adultery or to steal or to gossip or to lie. Wherever your feet are going to take you, God goes with you and God is watching you. God is listening to you. God sees everything that we do when other people are not seeing. God sees things. Did not put in your ears, but God could put that covenant. 
take Joshua wherever your soul will fit upon to step, you will possess the land. He said to Abraham, Abraham, wherever your soul will fit upon to step, you shall possess the land. So wherever we enter, we have got the right, we have got the power to possess the land. Why? Because we have got covenant in our seat with the Lord. The covenant was put on our feet. Whatever office you enter, they possess the place. It belongs to you. Whenever you go, when you are going to buy a piece of land, say, This is mine. Whatever you step on that place. My son, Pastor Josephus, they wanted to sell him a place of worshiping, but he didn't have money. He tried everything, he just paid the deposit. He didn't have money. The owner of the place wanted to sell the place to another person. Then he phoned me and said, Daddy, please come. Things are not fine. They want to take the place. I said, okay, I understand that the covenant of owning the land is on my feet. I said, I'm driving there. I went with the Zulu. When I reached that place, I stepped on the place. I said, this is the house of God. The owner of the place came. When he came, he looked at me and said, are you the father of this man? I said, yes. He said, you have got the land. Hallelujah. He wanted cash. This, this woman wanted cash, but when I claimed the land, I said, this is for your church. This is for the glory of God. The woman came, looked at me and said, you are going to pay bit by bit. The land is yours. Amen. Now, Pastor Joseph is the owner of a big patch of land. Ladies and gentlemen, there is something about your feet. Do not let your feet take you to a place where God is going to cheat. On you. Let your feet take you to a place that is going to bring glory to God. When are you going? Remain in your house. If you don't have a place to go, remain in your house. If you don't have anywhere to go, remain in your house. You better spend time praying. You better spend time fasting. You better spend time if you're reading the word of God. If you don't have anywhere to go, sit in the house. Until God forces you to quarantine, forces you to quarantine, it forces you with COVID, stay in the house. He closes all the commandments because he wants your feet. Your feet have been running all over John. Your feet have been running all over. Get to the field, man. Come on, and see. Get to the down because he knows I'm going to feel, and then God said I will shoot you. For you to go, you must get a permit. Because God wants to teach you that if you sit down, you're going to think better. That's what He's trying to tell us. Don't want to see bad things in this thing. See also the goodness of God in it. Sit down. If you don't have anywhere to go, sit down. Wait, wait, wait. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. The Lord that we serve. He makes our feet to be like the feet of the deer. Listen, we are not going to be sluggish when it is time to move fast. Our things are going to move fast because he made our feet to be the feet of the deer. Don't think that the time has left you. Don't think that other people are getting better when you are not getting better. He will give you the feet like a deer. You know what is a deer? What do you put? And run so fast. He will give you the speed of a deer. You are going to reach there faster. You are going to arrive there faster. Don't think that other people are getting better well in front of you. Let those who are 
you the feet of a deer. You shall run very fast. You shall reach there very fast. You shall reach in places where other people have not reached. Why? Because he has given you the feet like a deer. And set me on my high places. Perfect. Where is he going to set you? Top, top. He gives you the feet of a deer and sets you. Thank you. Give me that up. And, 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 and sets you on high places. Satan will say, My feet must change. My feet must change. My feet will not take me to a place. My feet will not take me to a place. Where God is going to dispel me. My feet are not going to take me to a place of lying, of gossiping, of adultery, of fornication. But when the car was on this, it goes as you would do. We are humble. I'm going to say, then take care of it, and I'm going to take you there. Whenever I am going to go, I will bring glory to God. Read the second verse. Second Samuel 22, verse 32 to 35. For who is God besides the Lord? Who is God beside the Lord? Now, what Lapa is speaking, they're speaking about God and Jesus. And many people that say Jesus is not there in the Old Testament. Who is God beside the Lord? We cannot know God without Jesus. Because Jesus Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. Come on now. And who is the rock except our God? Who is the rock except our God? Can you see Jesus and God? Don't you know that Jesus is the rock? Come on, somebody. It is God who arms me with strength. It is God who arms me. That rock is God who arms me with strength. Come on. And keeps my way secure. He keeps my way. My mom said, He keeps my feet secure. He is God, my God. He keeps my feet secure. Why? He keeps my feet secure. I will not stumble. I will not sleep. Yeah. Why? Because God to myself, who is my strength, who is my rock, who is my fortress, he keeps my feet steadfast. Amen. Come on. He makes my feet like oh. the feet of a deer. Oh, no, I'm happy enough. Oh, my God. Amen. Amen. So, so he makes my feet to be the feet of a deer. They don't choose it like we We skip and jump and run everywhere. Why? Because we are so light. He has put a speed. Did someone say God's speed? When God gives you a speed, it might ever get you. Why occupy a high chest? But when the owner of the party comes, he will look for you and say, Is there somebody by the name of Tyson? When I was sitting at the bed, he's going to put you up front. Why? Because he's going to give you the strength and the feet of a deer. This is what I want the church to understand. I know I'm not going to finish. Hallelujah. I know I'm not going to finish. But in Matthew 4, verse 6, in Psalms 91, verse 9. Matthew 4, verse 6, Psalm 91, verse 9. Matthew 4, verse 6, Psalm 91. Matthew 4, verse 6. Yes. And say to him, he said, Abba, I want to show you a contrast. I want to show before even before you read the maintenance, uh, I want to see, I want to show you how the devil lies. Psalms 91. Who satanizing man, the devil is a liar. Yes. Let me tell you something about the devil. The 
The devil does not know the scripture. The people are telling you that the devil knows the scripture, they lie to you. The devil knows part of the scripture. He takes the only thing that he knows and he wraps you with it because when you don't know the scripture. Because you don't know the scripture, he will say it is written. Read Psalms 91. The Lord is my refuge. Yes. And you make the most high your dwelling. Yes. No harm will overtake you. This, it, no harm will overtake you, Rick. No disaster will come near your tent. No disaster will come near you. Come on. For he will command his angels concerning you. He will command his angels concerning you. To guard you in all your ways. To guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands. They will lift you up in their hands. So that you not strike your foot against the So rock. that you are not going to strike your foot against a rock. Matthew 4. This verse, when Jesus Christ is being tempted in the mountain, the devil cost Psalms 91. But he does not start where he is supposed to start. He starts when there is no call. Because he knows that you don't know. Listen when the devil starts reading. And said to him, uh -huh. If you are the son of God, uh -huh. listen, listen what he does. He adds something. If you are the son of God, throw yourself down. Did Psalms 91 say throw yourself down? He never said so. Listen now, he has added, If you are the son of God, throw yourself down and then you join Psalms 91. Read. For it is written, uh -huh. Here we what? He shall give his angels charge over you. Do you see that way he took it? He took it in Psalms 91, but he added something. He shall, he shall command angels to have charge over you. Come on. And in their hands and they, they shall bear you up. They shall bear you up. And dash, dash your foot against the And you shall not dash your foot. The devil also knows about the foot. We're supposed to be studying. Now, we have heard things that many verses I can prove to you. In Ruth 3, verse 4 to 8. Better mind because it's one now. In Ruth 3, verse 4 to 8. Mamma 2, Ruth 3, we are going to go to Psalms 40, verse 2. You were speaking about feet. The pastor spoke about What was the pastor spoke about? Ah, I was speaking about feet. Our feet must not carry us to wrong places. Our feet, our feet, our feet, our feet. And he also showed us that the devil does not know the scripture. What, what, what? It's all about the feet. You can use your feelings now. Ruth 3, verse 4. Ruth 3, verse 4. Come on. Then it shall be. Then it shall be. When he lies down, when that he lies, shall notice the place where he lies. When he lies down, you must notice the place where he lies. And you shall go in and uncover his feet. You shall go in.
don't come on the side. There is always an entrance place. Go to the feet. Then what? You you lift up the the blanket. Then you go under his feet. And then when when Ruth did that, Ubo was afraid. They saw what you has come. And then they discussed whatever they discussed how they were in But one thing in your way. Amen. When people were asleep, Paul was scared at night. The Ruth came at night, opened the blanket. Because she was coached by a senior. If you start at the feet, that if you start at the feet, you will reach at the head. Jesus 
because he knows that wherever you are going, you are carrying a message. Wherever you go, what message are you carrying? Whatsoever you are going to meet, what message are you carrying? The devil is always after your feet because the symbolism of the feet in the Bible symbol symbolizes a messenger. When you see the sign of feet in the Bible, you need to understand that this person is a messenger. So the devil does not want you to understand that when you hear the word of God, you are the messenger of God. So he cripples you that wherever you are going to go, you are going to carry the wrong message. You carry the wrong message of lying, the wrong message of jealousy, the wrong message of competing, the wrong message of fighting against others. That's why, because the messenger is a valued according to the message that he brings. Did you hear what I said? The messenger is valued according to the message that he brings. And then when you see the feet, the feet is a symbol of traveling. The feet is a symbol of effort required for somebody to travel and to go somewhere. I want you to know that God is going to give you the feet like a deer. God is going to make your path to be wider so that your feet will never slip. That is found in Psalms 18 verse 36. God is going to make the path for your life to be wider so as your feet not to slip. Paul tells the Ephesians to walk the kind of life that proves that God has called them. It's found in Ephesians 4 verse 1. Walk the type of a walk that will prove. When we now say walk the type of a walk, we say live the type of a life that when people are watching you, they will see that this person was called by God. Let us live in a way that when the people look at us, they are going to acidify. They are going to say, really, this person who joined was not like this before, but now something has happened. I need you to understand, our work must be the work that signifies, that spells out the way of God in other people's lives. Is there somebody listening to me? Hallelujah. Because we are no longer that people who are going to remove shoes when we come to the church. The feet of a messenger becomes valuable. Isaiah, Paul in Romans 10, verse 15, I'm to see by the advance. In Romans 10, verse 15, and in Isaiah 52, verse 7. Who Paul quotes Isaiah 52, verse 7. But he quotes it when he speaks in Romans 10, verse 15. You need to understand that the, the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. And the Old Testament is explained in the New Testament. The New Testament is hidden in the Old Testament. And the Old Testament is opened up in the New Testament. Some of the things that are symbols in the New Testament, they the Old Testament are explained in the New Testament. So if you're going to do away with the Old Testament, you're going because it's only the Old Testament that tells us that, that Abraham slept with Hagar. It's only the Old Testament that tells us that David slept with the Bathsheba. If you come to the New Testament in Hebrews 11, you will hear the Bible says, by faith David, by faith Abraham. You need to understand that the work of faith does not consider the sins that you do. Once you did them, they will never be counted again in the new work of life that you have received in Christ Jesus. We are going to come to the pivot of my message. Hallelujah. The feet of the Christian.
or must not be must not be a feet that stumble. Your feet must be planted on the king's highway. That's what I want you to understand. Your feet must be planted on the king's highway. I'm going to come to the interesting part before I reach to the interesting part. There is something that I am just thinking. Can you please open your Bibles of Genesis 3? Verse 13. Read. Genesis 3, verse 13. Yes, continue. And the Lord God said to the woman, Yes. What is this you have done? What is this that you have done? The woman said, Yes. The serpent deceived me. The serpent deceived me and I ate. Come on. So the Lord God said to the serpent, mm. Because you have done this. The Lord speaks to the serpent. Because you have done this. You are cursed more than all cattle. You are cursed more than all cattle. And more than every beast of the field. And more than every beast of the field. We want to hear how was the snake cursed. And come on. On your belly you shall go. Ah, from today. Those feet that you have, they are gone. Sometimes the feet fell down. Imagine such as that was a sea one. Imagine it. Imagine Tola and Tuma Jamanga from to tell us that I'm here to watch you. Pants of Valley. Imagine with all that fellow who could have been to the city of Sango Quato. Imagine with all that you could have been to the city of Sango Quato. This is exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. The Lord said to the snake, From today, you shall never have feet again. Because the snake was still was still moving around like this. And then what the Lord said, you shall not have feet again. The feet came together. What the Lord will see. Because the snake before. It got finished. You shall move on your bed all the days of your life. Let us see it. Let's continue. All the days of your life. Yes. And I will put enmity between you and the woman. There shall be an enmity between you and the woman because this is the woman that made it not alone. They were having a conversation. Now there shall be an enmity between you and the woman. What's going to happen? And between your seed and her seed. Between the seed of a woman and your seed. Because the woman had only one seed. Since the world began, the woman had only one seed. And that seed was Jesus Christ. And he shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. The woman and the seed, the seed of a woman is Jesus, shall crush your head. And when a Satan, you shall bruise the heel. Look where the devil is going. Where is the devil going? Where is the devil going? Because it started in Genesis. The feet story started in Genesis. That's why the devil is angry about your feet. Because you are the messenger. The devil is angry about your feet. The devil is angry about your feet. Because a person with the feet of God carries the message. Come sit. Listen, church. When the, when the snake was standing and speaking to Eve, it was carrying 
sees that if I allow this snake to be always moving around on each feet, it is going, listen, because the covenant is where now? On the feet. Wherever you step your foot, you watch, you possess the land. So when the devil is going all around with feet, it is going to possess everywhere. I rather take out the feet of the snake so as the snake not to possess anything. That's why the snake will not go now. Because it doesn't own anyway. The snake cannot say, my father, people, this is my place. Once you see it, you destroy it. Why? Because it does not have the feet, so that's why it's to claim the land. Okay, I will come to you. Many people, God and the devil is trying to fight against God through you. He makes your feet to run to dirty things. He makes our feet to run to wrong things. Just as the devil did. That's why the devil is fighting so hard for us not to be the messengers of God. One of them decided 
Do you know, guys, we cannot clear the land because this fire is very fast. Let us start fire here. To you. They started fire where they were. They started fire. They burnt all the grass. When that fire came, it came and stood still. Yeah. And it died. Amen. Because it couldn't jump to the place that was already dead. Oh, I love you. Hallelujah. Because of what Jesus Christ did for us at the cross, all our sins were made from the cross. We cannot be tried twice. Because when fire has burnt, fire will never burn The main thing to be Christians is not for you to be married. The main thing to be Christians is not for you to be 
rich. The main thing to be Christian is not for you to stay in a big house station. The main thing to be Christian is for you to take the message forward. As you start telling the message forward, we have already crushed the devil. When you take the message forward, we have started waiting for God. If you keep the message in you, you are trying to block the purpose of, of God sending his child, Jesus, and because he came to make us messengers. That's the main purpose. He came to make us messengers. Let me tell you something. If you are a messenger, you are going to travel. I've been all over the world because of being a messenger. I didn't go there looking for a job or looking for money or looking for anything. I went there to preach the gospel. I am a messenger. I, my visa was just to step. Go wherever you want to go. Why? I'm a messenger. If you want to travel, be a messenger. If you are a messenger, God is going to open ways for you. Your feet are going to be longer. You're going to have big strides. He's going to order your step because the gospel is where it's not the gospel is in your feet. What do you put in it as you go around? The gospel is hidden in your feet. Can I show you something then again? How many of you heard something? Right, well, this is this is a spoiler. This is a spoiler. I want to let you be of you know what is a spoiler. This is a spoiler. When, when uh, the snake spoke to, when the snake spoke to, to Eve, and Eve took the fruit gave to Adam. When they ate, the Lord had told them not to eat anything. Right. When they ate the tree of knowledge. But that was not the only tree. There was another tree that was called the tree of life. Listen carefully. The devil did not have any authority on earth. Yeah. Amen. So he could not eat the tree. Yeah. Because it's not the devil who was told not to eat the tree. Amen. Even if the devil ate the tree, we don't know whether he ate it. It didn't matter to God. Because the destruction was not for this entity. The devil was a spirit by then. So you couldn't eat and digest. So the only thing that he could do to violate the law of God was to enter into a snake. And then the snake, even if the snake eats the fruit, it matters nothing. Because the snake can eat, there's no problem. But the person who was supposed to eat was Abraham, was, was Adam and Eve. That's the only people that the snake wanted them to eat. And it has been hidden why the snake was so serious. Most of you are standing here. You don't know the reason why the snake wanted Adam and Eve to eat. You don't know. Since what someone would what matter? What matter? What matter? Why was he eating? Because if eating can make somebody to be wise, then I'm going to be wise. 
Praise God. Now, now, I want us to come on to the closure of the message. It was after you have disobeyed God, number one. It is one to disobey God. Once you disobey God, I'm going to make you to disobey again. When you now have disobeyed God and you have gotten the knowledge, this knowledge, in fact, this knowledge, God was going to give you, but I need you to get it through me, through disobeying. Now that the now that Adam and Eve have got the knowledge through disobeying, now they are going to disobey again. Can you guess what they are going to do? There are two trees that they must not eat. They've eaten one. Come on, it doesn't mean Pythagoras. They are going to eat another tree. Are you listening? They were now going to eat that tree of life. And they listen, once you have got sin already, and they now have eaten now the tree of life, there is no redemption. They were going to live forever in sin. Because the tree of life stops even God to kill somebody. So the plan of the devil was to make men to perpetually live in sin the rest of their lives. That's why when God sees that, he puts Kevin with a flaming sword to stop Adam and Eve to come and eat again. Yes. 